A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. May 15th, 2019, the night that the WWE Universe were introduced to Ilya Dragunov. Now a fully-fledged member of the NXT UK roster, he is one of the few Russians to compete in wrestling. Don't load Twitter just yet, let me explain. I mean actual Russians. Ivan Koloff, Canada. Nikita Koloff, Minnesota. Nikolai Volkov, Croatia. Rusev, Bulgaria. His wife, the ravishing Russian Lana. Oh, you mean Catherine Perry from Nashville. Vladimir Kozlov. Uh, okay, 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 he's actually from Russia. But as it stands, Dragunov is currently your main man flying the flag for the motherland. The motherland where, at the turn of the century, there was one man who became a true Russian wrestling legend. Here today on Wrestling Curiosities, we say Nostrovia to that man. Ladies and gentlemen, fighting out of Krasarivka, he is the Cossack Colossus, Ivan Maximovich Podobny! If you lived in Krasarivka, you knew the Podobnys. They were a large family of large kids, all well-built as a result of good genetics. If you ever needed help lifting furniture, you'd pop round the Podubnis. Somebody was bound to be there to power lift a sofa. At the age of just 12, our Ivan Maximovich Podubny was working full-time as a farm labourer. That's how big this lad was. He left home at 20 for one of two rumoured reasons. It was either due to his father struggling to feed a big family, so Ivan decided to seek his own fortune, or it was because the Podobny's neighbour refused to let Ivan see his daughter, saying he wasn't good enough for her. Ivan's love life was full of heartbreak, as you will hear, so it's very likely he left because of the latter. Between jobs as a portloader, Ivan was weightlifting and learning about the art of Greco-Roman wrestling, the discipline that combines the Mediterranean styles dating all the way back to ancient Greece. This is basically what Olympic wrestling is now, a style mastered by guys like Frank Gotch, George Hackenschmidt and Ed Strangler-Lewis, and a style about to be absolutely crushed by Ivan Podobny. Ivan was still working full-time when the circus came to town. Part of the show involved a wrestling exhibition, after which the four mountain-sized competitors challenged members of the audience to step up and try to slam them. It never happened, but people tried. You may laugh, but in the heat of the moment on an episode of Monday Night Raw, yeah, you probably think you could slam Braun Strowman. But once the adrenaline wore off, the Fantasyland bubble would pop almost as loudly as your spine would. Ivan, in his 20s, with arms like tugboats, stood up and accepted the challenge. What happened took the breath from the room as, one by one, these monsters of men all hit the ground. 
There and then, Ivan was offered a contract by the circus promoter to wrestle. Ivan's life would change suddenly and dramatically. He was no longer loading ships and working nine to five. He was on the road with the circus, seeing corners of Russia he never thought he'd ever get to see. In the circus, he also found love, a Hungarian rope walker named Emilia, who would be by his side as he traveled the country and later the world, taking on all comers. That was until Amelia ran away with a rich admirer, taking Ivan's wrestling medals with her. Ivan would confess that only women can seem to defeat me. Away from romance, Ivan was unstoppable and his reputation took him to Paris in 1903 to compete for the world championship against reigning number one, Paul Ponce. It was here that Ivan was first introduced to the other side of wrestling, the worked side of wrestling. You see, Ivan had just been slamming oncomers willy-nilly for a long time. He'd heard some rumblings about wrestling being fixed, but brushed them off. I mean, come on, he was the strongest man in Russia. Why pretend to lose when he can and would just keep on winning? It's a mindset that in context seems perfectly logical, but in 2019 seems outright bizarre. Ivan was asked by the promoters in Paris to throw the fight to allow their Parisian champion to continue reigning supreme. For them, this was an exhibition for their champ, and they wanted the relative newcomer to put over the number one guy. Plus, there was some big money to be made between the promoters and the bookies if that happened. Ivan flat out refused, a firm believer that the best should be, well, the best. Their efforts to convince the mighty Ivan to job were for naught, so they agreed to let him do what he wanted to do. However, the promoters decided to try and wear Podubny down before the championship match. What followed was months of the most intensive training Ivan had ever known. They pushed him more than twice as hard as the champion in the run-up to the fight. Multiple exhibition matches per day, morning jogs that would last for hours, all in an attempt to give Paul Ponce a fighting chance. However, their efforts were fruitless. In fact, they only made Ivan stronger as the mighty Podubny would take down Ponce and be crowned number one. <laughs> Ivan's unwillingness to play along with the great fix of wrestling frustrated his team. They were keen to make their wrestling monster a sports entertainment monster. You see, Ivan didn't hot dog or grandstand. You couldn't tap left on the D-pad to make him taunt. He just stepped onto the mat, dropped his opponent and walked off job done. Ivan's reluctance to do anything other than dominate his opponents resulted in opponents and promoters alike taking some drastic measures to have him defeated. This ranged from wrestlers oiling themselves up to make themselves so slick that Ivan couldn't get a purchase. There were attempts as well to poison Ivan, break his legs, and he even had a warrant out for his death. None of which slowed down the dominance of Ivan Podubny. Although one can only wrestle for so long without the constant attempts on one's life getting tiresome. So in 1910, he retired. He moved home and once again married, this time to the beautiful Antonina Kavitko-Fomenko. The couple bought a piece of land, built a house and started a farm. From there, Ivan lived a long and happy retired life. Ha, you seem to forget. This is wrestling. Nobody retires in wrestling, do they? 
Ivan Podubny's farm business didn't work out so well. You see, he refuses to lay down to any mere man, but businesses is something he lost at regularly. Also, after seven years of marriage, Antonina ran away with an officer she'd met, leaving Ivan heartbroken once again. He needed a change. He needed money too. So Ivan joined the Moscow Circus in 1922. It was there he found love once again, this time with a young gymnast named Masha Dozmarova. Now older, but still just as powerful, Ivan continued to amaze audiences with feats of strength and would happily show up any novices who felt like they could take him down. However, he would experience heartbreak once again, but in a far more devastating way, as an accident during a typical routine led to the death of Marsha. He was keen to get away from the bad memories of the circus. At the age of 58, Ivan found himself once again in a wrestling ring, once again a box office smash, and once again a champion. Ivan went to America in 1929 at the behest of American promoters. This second turn in the spotlight was amazing, and it made Ivan a lot of money. But time was catching up with him. On the verge of his 60th birthday, he was ready to finally retire, like properly this time. The promoters in America tried desperately to keep him, even putting a freeze on all the money he'd earned to stop him leaving the country. Ivan, in true Ivan style, wouldn't be told what to do, and he left the wrestling ring for the very last time, leaving an impressive, nigh-on indomitable record behind. Ivan was retired from wrestling during the Second World War. Now older, but still tough as old boots. Ivan lived in occupied Yesk. He was well known as a proud Soviet wrestler who'd walk around wearing medals that he'd been awarded for competition. There was this one famous occasion when a Nazi soldier saw Podubny wearing his Soviet titles with pride and arrested him. The arresting officer learned back at the station that he'd arrested the strongest, most respected man in Russia, and Ivan was immediately released. With his money from the States frozen, Ivan picked up a job as a bouncer in a snooker hall. However, throwing out drunk German soldiers was no way for a world champion wrestler to make ends meet, so he was offered the opportunity to travel to Germany and train their wrestlers. Ivan point-blank refused, claiming he'd never turn his back on Russia. Another example of the defiant Ivan spirit. Ivan Podobny died on August the 8th, 1949, after a heart attack. He was buried outside the city of Yesk in southern Russia under an obelisk that read, Here lies the Russian bogater, basically meaning, Here lies the Russian hero. Also in Yesk, you'll find a statue of Podobny casting a shadow over the Podobny Museum. There you'll find weights he lifted, ring attire he wore, and accolades he won. There's also the Ivan Podobny Fund, which sponsors the annual Festival of Strength in Russia. The legacy of Podobny is very much woven into the fabric of his home region. You hear of people who march to the beat of their own drum, who do things their own way with a sense of quiet dignity. Nobody in wrestling during the turn of the century, not Frank Gotch, not George Hackenschmidt, not Ed Strangler-Lewis, personified that idea like the Iron Ivan Podobny, Nostrovia. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 